So today we have a presentation by Mr. Piombino from the EPA. And if you guys have any questions, just type in the chat and we'll have like a Q&A at the end. So thank you, thank you so much for joining us today. No problem, sounds good. Hi everybody, I hope you're all doing well. So today, the presentation I'm going to give you guys is called, Is it a Moth or a Butterfly? And a little bit about me, I'm really glad to be back talking to all of you. Um, I, so I'm an entomologist, which means I study insects, um, as well as spiders and all kinds of creepy crawlies. Um, I work for the EPA, but before working at the EPA, I um, had a background working with all different types of things, bees and spiders. Um, this is a cockroach on the left here, um, the first photo. And then I also used to be a zookeeper. So we have different orders of insects. So there's all different kinds of insects. So today we're gonna be talking about what's called Lepidoptera, which is just a super fancy word that we use to describe our moths and butterflies. And the reason we got that name is because it translates in Greek to scaling, and I will show some photos later on in the presentation, but when we actually look at these wings of these beautiful butterflies and these moths, the wings are actually just tons and tons of little tiny scales that are layered on top of each other. And so our moths and our butterflies go through what's called metamorphosis. So they form a pupa or a chrysalis if it's a butterfly, and then they emerge out into the adult stage. And so here are some pictures of some different kinds of chrysalises and pupa. Um, so the caterpillars, they will find a nice safe spot, uh, usually in a plant that they like to eat, and they will hang themselves and cocoon themselves. And then once inside, they turn into almost like a liquid jelly. Um, and then they reform and the wings actually they're already inside the caterpillar um, and then they kind of start to form and then they'll emerge as the adult. So if you look at the wings of a butterfly or a moth, there's all these tiny little veins and lines. And this picture here, I just wanted to show you guys that a bunch of these little lines and these veins, they all have different, different names in entomology. And so just some little basic parts. You have the base, and then the very tippy of uh, the end of the wing is called the apex. So here's this picture I was telling you guys about. So when you, if you look really close, even if you ever touch a butterfly or a moth, if you have them outside, or if you accidentally let a moth inside the house or apartment in the middle of the night, because they're checked to the lights. And if you go to catch the moth and bring it back outside or butterfly and you touch it, you're going to get powder on your fingers. Now, this powder is actually just the scales that have rubbed off of the butterfly or the moth onto your hand. So it's kind of a really cool fun fact that if you ever have a magnifying glass and you see, you know, a dead one, or if you have a live one that's just sitting very still on a plant, you can take a look and you actually will see all these different scales and these scales are what make these really beautiful colors um, the way that they're stacked. So here's another really good example. So the scales are actually flattened hairs. So different insects have different kinds of hair and that hair is textured differently and it lays different. 
And so caterpillars a lot of times have hairs and spines. And then when, when they become adults, these scales you see, they're actually hair, which is pretty cool. And that's what gives them their colors. So what are the differences between a butterfly and a moth? How can you tell the difference? Any of you guys, um, if they're allowed to, if they want to throw in chat or if they want to just uh, turn their mic on and then mute themselves afterwards, what kinds of differences can you guys see right now just between the butterfly and the moth here in this picture? Go ahead, uh, Kiefer. Butterflies are usually more bright colors. That's true, correct. Anybody else? So, yep, color is a really big one. Um, another really good and easy one that we're going to go over is the types of antennae. So if you look at the very tip of their head, uh, butterflies and moths tend to have different types of antenna, uh, the way their wings are shaped, and a couple other things. So this is what a butterfly's mouth looks like. So this is a butterfly head, and you can see here they have the regular, all insects have uh, compound eyes, which is like our eyes. Uh, that we see images with, and they also have little tiny eyes called ocelli, or the ocellus, if you're talking about both of them. Those eyes only see light and dark, so they don't really see images. They more perceive um, if a bird's flying over, it can sense that shadow of the bird. And then they have their antennae, and then they have their mouth parts. And different bugs have different mouth parts, but butterflies have a proboscis so that they can drink nectar from flowers. And so here you can see that in person. So here on the left, this is a proboscis that's uncoiled. This is a moth. And over here we have a butterfly with that proboscis all nice and coiled up. And you can see those big compound eyes. And then the ocelli will be right on top, right around the in between those antennae. And so here's a really cute picture of a moth. I, I like to think they're like teddy bears, so they're kind of really round. Um, can anybody take a guess if this is a boy or a girl moth? What do you think? Go for it. Probably a girl. So actually they tricked you. So insects are kind of funky and this is a boy. So a lot of the times, um, when you're trying to tell the difference between boy and girl with insects, when it comes to moths and butterflies, at least, the bigger and fuzzier the antennae, normally it's a boy. And the reason why is because the females will release chemicals so that the males can find them. And they need these really big antennae to track those chemicals. So antennae for feeling, they can sense touch. Um, they can also sense chemicals, so almost they taste, they taste a little bit with their antennae. And they can pick up sound from vibrations. And so here's just a couple of different types of antenna. So this is good for butterflies and moths, as well as other kinds of bugs. So these are just the different kinds that exist. 
you don't have to know the, the, the crazy names, but you'll be able to recognize some of the differences. This is more just to show you some really cool pictures. So monoliform is just kind of beaded. And so we'll go over a couple and maybe you'll be surprised at some of the types of bugs that have witch antennae, and maybe you might already guess them. So cetaceous antennae are just these normal kind of segmented antennae. So that's like bristle tails or cockroaches. Um, and lots of kinds of flies that you'd find around the lake or stream. This is monoliform. This is all nice and beaded. Just looks like a bunch of beads. That's what you typically see on a lot of your regular beetles. Serrate, we call just because it's very pointy. Um, and that's also what you'll find on be different kinds of beetles. So beetles are very diverse. Beetles like to have different antennae, more so than a lot of the other types of bugs. Pectinate antennae just look like a comb. That's primarily primarily your wasps and then more beetles. Clavate, um, which just means it looks like a club. That's where they got the name. Looks like a little baseball bat. So this is what you'll see on your butterflies and moths. Lomolate. So this is really, uh, it's flat. It just looks like it was smushed in between the books or pages of books. So you'll see that one on a lot of beetles, especially Japanese beetles. So if any of you guys have a garden, Japanese beetles probably eat your garden in the summer all the time, especially in July. They're really round and they, they're bright metallic green. This is what they'll have. Uh, Ganiculate just has that quick bend like an elbow. And that's what ants have. And then this is the primary one that we'll see with a lot of our flies and moths, so plumos. So super fine and thread-like. And so here you can see some of these antennae on some of these bugs. So here you have a nice, beautiful, male, round, imperial moth with that sweet, round tummy. And he's got these nice, feathery plumos antennae. Over here, you can see the difference between this species of moth. You have the female hair here, and you got the male here. And then the butterfly right next to it. So you see that nice feathery antennae. Here you can see that butterflies tend to have these really club-like towards the end antennae. Very basic club-like where the moths seem to get real fancy. So here's just a list of some of the stuff that we've gone over. So some of these differences, so you have butterflies are usually colorful. They, when they turn from caterpillar to butterfly, they go through metamorphosis with what's called a chrysalis. They have a tiny body. They're more active during the day, especially in peak afternoon. They ha usually have those long club-like antennae. When a butterfly is landing on, landed on a plant and it's just relaxing, the wings stand upright at rest meaning that the wings are touching each other above their head. And they have no wing hinges, which is just fancy little body part that the moths have. So the moths, usually your browns and tan colors, some of them can be really beautiful and colorful, like the uh, Luna moth is really bright, like this really misty green color. They use what's called a pupa instead of a chrysalis. They have thick body, um, you're going to see them more active at night, attracted to lights. They have that feathery antenna. 
wings when they've landed on your house or they're flying by the light. If they land by the light when they're resting, they leave their wings open instead of closed above them. And they have uh, points of these hinges where the both the upper and lower wings are attached. All right, so here we have three different types of uh, caterpillars, uh, pupa, and the adult. Can anybody take a guess? This is called a cabbage white. Is this a moth or a butterfly? Any guess? Moth. Yeah, correct. Yep, this is a moth, cabbage white. And this is a red admiral. What do you think this is? Butterfly or moth? Butterfly. Good, good. And what about this last one? Butterfly. Correct. So butterflies and moths also have coloration that stops them from being attacked by birds. And so some other butterflies will mimic a different species in order to avoid being eaten. So monarch butterflies, for example, right here, this is a monarch on the left, the right underneath where it says model. Monarch butterflies are poisonous to birds that eat them. So they make the birds really sick if they eat them. So birds have learned to stay away from them. Now viceroy butterflies saw that and decided, you know what, that's a pretty cool idea. So to avoid being eaten, why don't we pretend to be a monarch? So a viceroy right here underneath Mimic looks real, really, really similar, very convincing. You can see there's very little differences between the monarch and the viceroy. And so if you want to know the difference, viceroys tend to be smaller, but the surefire way to tell the difference between a monarch and a viceroy is if you look down here at the monarch, I don't know, can you guys see my cursor? Yep, if you look yes. right here, there's this little black dot. I like to call it like a little bulge. That is the surefire way to tell if you have a monarch butterfly. And you can see that that, that vein, that thicker vein doesn't exist on the Viceroy. It is the one thing it really wasn't able to replicate. And you can see uh, here you have the, the different uh, male versus female. And you can see here, they even by gender did a pretty good job of copying. Not bad. It's almost like if you copied your friend's homework and uh, <laughs> which I don't recommend you do. You should do your own homework, but you might you might get caught if the difference is if they're not close enough. All right, now we're going to move into talking about caterpillars, which is something I really love. I love caterpillars. I think they're so cute, even the really gross looking kind. So Caterpillars are pretty cool because they come in all different shapes and sizes and colors. So both moths and butterflies have caterpillars. So some are spiny and have fine hairs. So these is hair, we just call these setae. And a lot of them are detachable. And if you touch a caterpillar that's really fuzzy and hairy like this, most of the time it's like a porcupine. So these setae are really, really tiny uh, hairs and they'll pull off and they can just cause like an allergic itching reaction on your skin. You might get red, a little bit of burning, but nothing too serious. It will go away within 30 minutes to an hour. But I don't recommend that you uh, you pick up the super fuzzy ones. They're, they're not as nice as some of the other ones we'll talk about. 
Um, caterpillars also to defend themselves from being eaten. So they have these hairs, right? Like a porcupine. Some of them will eat plants that are poisonous, but they're not poisonous to the caterpillar. The caterpillar is able to eat certain plants that are toxic. And then it moves the toxic particles inside its stomach into different areas and different organs so that it's no longer toxic to the caterpillar, but then it can release those toxins or when a bird tries to eat the caterpillar, the bird then gets very sick and that species over time conditions the birds not to eat them because we'll make you sick. So kind of a weird way to defend yourself. Um, oh, I don't know what happened there. Another, um, so another name for these, these really sharp hairs and setae is just called urticating hairs. And sometimes instead of the hair being what irritates your skin, the hair will be attached to a venom gland inside the caterpillar. So when the hair is released and it touches you, the hair is super tiny and sharp. It might just stick in your skin, not super deep, but it might have a little venom on it. And that venom goes into your bloodstream and then causes a little bit of, a, of an allergic reaction. Um, and then some caterpillars will even throw up digestive juices. So have any of you guys ever accidentally eaten food and thrown up in your mouth? Imagine if instead of, you know, swallowing it like we're supposed to, if you, you shot it out at, at, you know, somebody that was bothering you. That's what these caterpillars are doing essentially, but they're doing it on purpose. They're burping and they're throwing some of their stomach acid that's used to um, melt the leaves, digest the leaves um, back out at predators. And some of them will even burp and just have bad smells. Sometimes no liquid at all. It's just um, some really gross smelling air. And so right here, you'll see one of my favorite caterpillars. Um, they, in their early stages, this is the adult stage of the caterpillar. So there's different stages sometimes. They just make themselves look like poops. So they look like bird poop. So other birds tend not to eat them because I don't know about you guys, but I don't like to eat poop. And then uh, they eat on spice bush, which is a really, really nice, sweet smelling plant. If you ever see one of these guys on a plant and the plant's got yellow and green leaves, if you take a leaf and you break it in half and you sniff it, it smells just like, like cinnamon. It's a super, really great smell. And these guys, when they're adults in this green stage, they look like snakes. So they, you know, don't eat me, I'm a snake, but they're not a snake. They're just pretending to be a snake. So I'm going to switch PowerPoints now and let's take what we've learned and have some fun. So I created a Jeopardy game. So this is going to be a little interactive with you guys. If you guys want to play Jeopardy, um, let's pick out some money. And let's see if you guys can tell me what's a moth and what's a butterfly and maybe why you think it's a moth or butterfly. So who wants to go first? I have. The adults will be the adult, and then the larva will be the caterpillars. Go for it. What number you want? Uh, adult. Two hundred. This one. Yep. Okay. Is it a moth or a butterfly, guys? All together. Don't be shy. Butterfly. 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 Butterfly, correct. This is a butterfly. Does anybody know what kind of butterfly this is? Tiger swallowtail? Yes. Dude, high five. 
That's awesome. Yep, this is an Eastern Tiger Swallowtail. This is one of my favorites. I'm in North Carolina and we have tons of them. Tons and tons and tons of them. Eastern Tiger Swallowtail. All right, write it, write it down. Me versus you guys. You guys have 200 points right now. Which one you guys want to do next? Go for it. Um. A larva picture for 300. 300? Okay. Anybody know what this one is? Is it a moth or a butterfly? Butterfly. You think butterfly? Moth. Okay, we got a moth. Okay. Moth. Anyone else? Oh, Sarah says moth. I heard someone else say moth. All right, so it's three three moths to one. I think one person said butterfly. Here we go. So this is the tobacco hornworm moth. So this is what that caterpillar turns into. We call these types of moths sphinx moths um, or sphingids because they make that sweet V, you know, like a sphinx, Egyptian sphinx. They make that sweet V with their wings. Um, and this one, particularly the tobacco hornworm, is actually a invasive pest on our tomato plants and, toba and tobacco plants. So they feed on our tobacco plants, which makes a lot of people, farmers, very angry. Although, um, I think that there's actually like a kind of wasp that lays its eggs in a live hornworm, and then they like the eggs hatch and eat the hornworm from the inside. That's true. That doesn't ever. Got a good career as an entomologist, my friend, in the future. Thanks. My mom my mom has a small garden and we had tomato plants and hornworms. So Yep, tomato hornworm. That's awesome. Thanks. All right, Everett, because of that, you get to choose pick the next one. Um tougher adult picture for three hundred. Three hundred. Wow, you guys are big spenders. Moth or butterfly? I think moth. Anybody else? We have one moth. I agree. You agree. Yeah. Two moth. Sarah says butterfly. All right, you guys ready? This is a moth. This is called a faithful beauty. Now, let me go back. Any any giveaways from what we've learned today? Now that we know it's a moth, its wings its its wings are open. Yeah, good one. The wings are open. Yes, and the wings are just sort of, um, like uh, folded back a little. I think that moths generally do that, and also okay. the antennae are a little bit, like feathered, I guess. And that's it. You nailed it. That feathered antennae. Is, is one of the giveaways on this one. Good job. You guys are listening. <laughs> what's, uh, what's a, which gown do you guys want next? Anybody want to look at some larva? Here, we'll do, we'll do one of the toughest ones. We'll do for a hundred. What do you guys think? Butterfly. You think butterfly, okay. This is my favorite caterpillar of all caterpillars. 
I, moth I, or butterfly? It's a moth. You think moth? Okay, we got one moth, one butterfly. Fly. I have two butterflies. Okay. Sarah, what do you think? Moth. But okay, I do moth. like it's using the, the dots. So this one is the one designed to look like a snake. He is a spice bush butterfly. And I'm sure you guys have seen these maybe once or twice. This, this is what they look like as adults over here on the right. Really pretty. I love the blue, the little, the, all the scales making the, that blue color. I just think they're so, so pretty. So these guys, before they look like snakes, are the ones that disguise themselves as poop. <laughs> um, adult picture, 500. 500? Oh, good pick, good pick. Moth or butterfly? Butterfly. Oh. Correct. What kind of butterfly? Spice bush butterfly. Yep. Correct. Spice bush swallowtail butterfly. And so swallowtail is just the types of butterflies that have this little nub. You see these little nubs on the end of the wings? That's what we designate to be a swallowtail butterfly, that kind of butterfly. Good job. 500 we points. Just, off the bat. We just did the which one? You said this one, larva for 500 yes. or tougher adult 500? Tougher larva. Tougher larva. All right. All right. So oh, I was at the on the playground of my school a while ago. Yeah, you saw one of these. So what are what are were these called? That S word I said. Kind of kind of a weird word. Starts with an S, ends with A. These are those setae, those urticating hairs. Those spiky hairs that can uh, you grab this one. It, it might it might make your skin itch a little bit. What do you guys think? Moth and butterfly. You think moth? All right, you guys ready? Butterfly. 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 Oh, got some butterflies. Good. Butterfly. That is a great tiger moth. What do you guys think? Pretty. That's a pretty beautiful moth. That's actually one of the more colorful ones. Yeah. Yep. All I know is that that the caterpillar that looked. I mean, the the thing that looked like that. It was in the middle of a huge parking lot. I'm not even sure how it got there. <laughs> Sometimes they uh they get in weird places. Wait. You, um. Have you heard of the Goshen Zapper? Um. Caterpillar, it, I that's just like a name that some people use. Uh, it's my, it's I, found I, in I, it's found in Goshen, Virginia, and Texas. Oh, I might know it from a different name, but I maybe I hope I have it in here. If I have it in here, you'll have to be like, that's the one I'm talking about. Adult yeah. picture four hundred. Ooh. Oh, that's the Luna Moth. Yeah, yeah. Luna Moth. Good job, guys. Yep, this is a Luna Moth. So, funny story. So, if you see the bugs behind me, I actually have a bunch of these cases hung up on my wall. This is my personal bug collection, and sometimes I go bug hunting. So, Wait, a, lot of times, a lot of times I have uh, nets and stuff in my car, and 
funny story is I've never seen one a Luna moth in person until recently, and I didn't have anything to catch it with. And my um, <laughs> my friend she chased it with a grocery plastic bag and caught me a Luna moth. What? Whoa! <laughs> Uh, uh yeah, one left in the adult larva picture 400. Oh, I will do that one next. Well, this okay. is the last one we have for the adults uh, before we get to the hard oh, one. There's one more for the 100 thing. <laughs> what do you guys think? I think moth? it's a butterfly, it's a moth. Moth, I hear, I hear moth, I hear butterfly. Moth, moth, that is moth. the common checkered skimmer moth. So we call anything that's, got, anything that's got skimmer in the name, they fly pretty low to the ground, probably around to your ankle height, just a little bit above the grass. And do so they, do they skim when they fly, do they fly over water sometimes? Yeah, sometimes they can skip across the water. And you can see this one had butterfly like antenna, but his wings were open at rest and not closed. He's a little bit browner, a little bit fatter than a than an, a, a butterfly, which is what makes him a moth. See, there's one left in the 100 section. You guys, when I do this one and finish it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Butterfly or moth? Butterfly. 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 Correct. This is a pipe vine swallowtail. This is a butterfly. Why is it a swallowtail? Because it has the little, the little tail thingies. The little tail on the wings. I think, I think that it mimics... I'm, I'm not sure which one it is, but one of... I think it mimics the, um, the spice bush or the other way around. Yep. All right, which one's next, guys? Tougher larva picture 400. 400, all right. That mm -hmm. is not that is not the Goshen Zapper, but it does look pretty cool. Yeah, like this one? Cool thing. Butterfly. All right, you got butterfly. 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 Uh, butterfly? I, butterfly? I don't really know. Um, I will see. We'll see if I've tricked anybody. It's, oh, wait. Oh, that's a very, that's. Oh, that's the one that's literally everywhere in the forest. Yes, this is an invasive species. Oh. So, this is, the, the giveaway in this one is those, those urticating hairs. This, all those. Invasive tough, species. They call these clumps tufts of hair. T-U-F-T-S. Literally everywhere in the forest. Yeah. I've seen those, but they weren't like they were only brown, not like one time we went to a cabin and there were no moths on it one night and then the next the outside was literally coated in them. Yeah. Invasive species. Yeah, this is forest forest tent caterpillar and you can see it down here. Caterpillar moth. Um, this is a moth. So forest for some reason we keep the uh, it'd be forest tent moth, but in the name, we tend to say forest tent caterpillar because we, we, we tend to not like these guys and we see more of the caterpillars in the adult stage. So they, for some reason, sometimes entomologists keep that in the name, even though they're talking about the moth. 
Larva picture 500. Larva picture 300. We'll do the 300 one next for tougher. We'll do 500 first. I heard I heard that one first. Okay. This that is a cool is... one, huh? This one kind of reminds me of dragon fruit. It kind of looks like dragon fruit, doesn't it? Yeah, of course it's a caterpillar. A moth. You guys think it's a moth? Moth. No, wait, no, butterfly. 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 Caterpillar. That's okay. what that is. Here we go. This is the zebra longwing butterfly. So if any oh, of you good. guys are in Florida, this is the state butterfly of Florida. So that's actually the, a nice butterfly. Yeah, and you can see the I, I tend to see the yellows more than the, the whites, but um they're really, really pretty. They're small, they're really petite and cute. Um you guys, at the end of this presentation, before you guys get off the internet, you can actually look up what butterfly is your state butterfly. Some states, most of them all have a butterfly. And then I said we were going to Those do- Those were larva 300. 300. This is the last 300. Oh, oh wow. that's monarch. 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 Yeah. I'm so proud. You guys all got this one right off the bat. Butterfly. Yep. That's the monarch butterfly. It's the one that's my background. Yep. All right. Very Tougher, native. Uh, uh, for 500. 500. Yeah. Ooh, one of my also favorites that I got in Florida. <clears throat> oh my god. That's a butterfly. 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 Oh, yep. also, I think that so I think that the butterfly in your background is actually a viceroy because I don't see. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I have to look closer at it. No, because it has. No, I see. It. I see the bump. I see, I the, see bump. the bump. Yeah. Yeah, it's a butterfly. It's monarch butterfly. No, it's not. No, no, the one on my background. Also, that is a hundred percent a butterfly. It's not thick enough to be a, a, a so a this is calling moths fat. Oh. Yes, compared to shut my video off. There we go. That's a malachite butterfly. That is a butterfly. You can see the thin antennae, kind of smaller body. Really the body is too, is is too thin to be a moth. Just not fuzzy enough. Larva picture 400. Oh, what is, is that? that? Moth. Moth. What is Moth. <laughs> it's like it has coral on its body. It's too hideous. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's like a good description. It does look like coral. It looks like a virus slash bacteria. Kind of. I would sit on that. Spines everywhere. Butterfly. If I saw that thing, I would run out of the it's city. Spiky. That's not spikes. They are their hair. That's a moth. It's Nothing a that piece could be a butterfly. No, it's a moth. I know it by heart. This is the question mark butterfly. So well, I know that crazy thing turns into this really beautiful butterfly. Nice and Ow. shiny. Why is it question? Because nobody would think something so ugly could turn into that. So the cool also, thing about being an entomologist is if you're the one who discovers a new insect or, or caterpillar or the adult, 
You get to name it whatever you want. Oh, so something very obviously had fun naming this. So I think it was question mark. I'm not sure 100%, but I bet you it's probably because they didn't know what it was and they couldn't come up with a cool enough name. No, that is a- It also has red eyes. Yeah, this oh is really God, pretty. Oh my God, those red better. eyes are kind of creepy. But little fun fact, um, in Japan, they just found a new wasp and the person named it the Gray Charizard. What do you guys think they were a fan of? You think they liked Pokemon? Yeah, probably. Oh, it is yeah. China, so. Tougher larva picture 200. Oh, yes, this is this what the in here to trick you guys. This one's really, really cool one. I think that's a <laughs> Is it an exploded caterpillar? I think no. it is not. It is perfectly alive, and this is what they look like. I, yeah, I think that's an uh, No, that's not an octopus. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There of those theories. Yep. Not, not an octopus. What do you guys think this caterpillar's name is? It's a moth because it's so furry. You think it's a moth? That's okay. No, I, I like your your reasoning. It's an eleven. Your butterfly. It's gotta be a butterfly. Yeah. What do you think? think it's, it what do you think this one's uh what its name is called at the caterpillar stage? The very, very caterpillar. <laughs> the octopus caterpillar. Ah, I like octopus caterpillar. You guys ready? The eleven plus oh, caterpillar. Get, get, count me down, guys. I think it's Six, called three, three four, three, two, one, go. one. This is the monkey slug moth. I was <laughs> understandable. That's disgusting. What do you guys think of the adult? Pretty, not nearly as horrifying cool. or mentally That's disturbing. Better than the caterpillar. Not yeah, you know. There's some oh, that. don't show me that. A that. Bit <laughs> the monkey slug. So I bet if any of you guys see this one and you're with people, you'll be like, I know what that is. That's the monkey slug caterpillar. <laughs> and somebody yeah, else is saying weird to say monkey. That's gonna be scarred into my brain. Tougher adult picture. Which one? 400. Ooh, this is a really good one. So when I was going to school in That's Michigan. We don't moth. like this one. This one is in Michigan. Invasive moth. Is it one of the things that like eats clothes? Do you guys think is it a moth or butterfly? It's a moth. Invasive moth. It is. It is a moth, and its egg sac is this brown substance on the tree. Is it invasive? Gross. This is Gypsy Moth, but the name is changing of this moth this year. They have not decided what the new name is going to be. Is it invasive? It is. It is invasive. Oh, invasive species! <laughs> Poison oh, Ivy is invasive. Oh, oh, that's a caterpillar. I think that's a butterfly. Butterfly. All right, butterfly. Yeah, spikes. And, and, spikes. and just so you guys know, uh, caterpillars. If you ever see the face like this, this is called the head capsule. Okay. And that is a pink striped neon moth. It's neon. Look at the wings. They're neon. Yeah. Well, that's, I think they're, it they're has pretty. Very, very disturbing eyes. 
Where are the eyes? The eyes are up here, but on the wings they have these false eyes in order to scare away predators. It's um ten. I kind of like the neon. It's like it's Tupper adult picture four hundred. Oh, this one's an uh, easy one. What do you guys think? That's a mop. It's meant to look like, I mean, the eyes look like a spider eyes. Senora Moth. This is the state butterfly of Ohio. The butterfly? Butterfly? It is. This is the common buckeye. It's a very chubby butterfly. It's a butterfly. My eyes are looking like this. I think my eyes are failing me. You guys are doing good. You guys are doing great. No, he just fainted. He'll get up. Larva picture 100. <laughs> that is getting a lot closer to the monkey slug moth. Is that a, like, burnt forest of pine trees? Wait, where's the head? Is it this side, or is it on this side? It's on I, the other. It's on I the left. left. Yeah, this, left. This side, or the other no. side? The oh, other side. side. Yep, this is his face right here. This is the head capsule. It's all it looks like it. It looks like a. Citizen. The top of it looks like a burnt forest of pine trees. It's Moth or butterfly, butterfly, guys? I think it's a butterfly. 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 butterfly? I butterfly. This is a butterfly. This is a, oh, a Julia. That, that is a very red butterfly. Yeah, they're they're a little bit more orange in real life. This is just a really 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 good camera that whoever took this picture. But actually, you can see this little club on the antenna. Drink. A little fuzzy, but not as fuzzy as a moth. And they got lots of little scales. Really thin, pretty wings. Yoink. Last one. You guys ready? It's a butterfly. Or butterfly. It's a butterfly. It's a stick. Does anybody know the name of this one? No, but it's a stick. It looks like the moon. Oh, um, cabbage white? Yeah, correct. Good That's job. This is the cabbage white butterfly. Good job, everybody. Um, if I don't, Bye. I just searched up, uh, looking for a picture of the Goshen Zapper and did not come up. So, yeah. It could be the spelling, but there is, you know, Christmas is coming up, and last Christmas I got from Santa the North American Field Guide of Caterpillars, and so that is the book I use to actually make this presentation, because I carry that book with me every time I go hiking, so that if I see a weird caterpillar, I can know whether or not I can play with it or not. <laughs> Maybe you could look, um, so... The reason it's named the Goshen Zapper Caterpillar is actually technically that's not its official name. It's, I forget what its official name is, but they call it that at Goshen Scout Reservation. Okay, I'll have to look it up, and if I find it, I will send a message to Sarah and let her tell you the regular name. It's it's in it lives in Virginia, Goshen, Virginia, and it lives somewhere in Texas. Those okay. are the two places it lives. 
how it got to Texas without spreading to everywhere else in the United States, I don't know. <laughs> could could just be like the weather. So, yeah. All right, guys, that's it for the presentations for me, but I will stay, hang on for a little bit and answer any questions you guys have. It could have teleported. Yeah, also, I just want to mention to you guys, if you have any questions later, just feel free to email me and I can forward out your email. But if you have any questions now, just go ahead. Um, I, there's this moth I saw about by these little flowers, but it was really fast. I we confused it for a we confused it for a a hummingbird because its wings were moving so fast. Yeah, hummingbird moth. That's awesome. Those are some yeah. cool ones. I think I think I had a picture of one earlier in here with its tongue out. That's a hummingbird moth. There it is. Any other questions? Uh, what's a lanternfly? Is it like a bug or a moth? My mom asked. Oh, that's a good question. So yeah, spotted lanternfly is a brand new invasive species in the United States. It's a terrible pest of forests, um, especially in Pennsylvania, because that's where it's come in from. And it is what's called a hemipteran. So it's not a moth or a butterfly. It's what's called a true bug. So it's a, it's a plant bug. And they're a big problem because what happens is they uh, the adults breed in very high numbers and they go to the usually tree of heaven is the species they like to feed on in the United States, but they poop honeydew and that honeydew um, is very sugary and it falls onto other trees in the forest and then a bunch of funguses and mold grow. Um, they use that honeydew to grow in the tree and then they end up killing the trees. So right now there's a really, really big uh, push to try to kill and eradicate all of the spotter lanternfly before it can spread to our other forests and some of our other states. Uh, what is your favorite butterfly or moth? Ooh, okay. Hmm. I'm looking, uh, if you see me looking up, it's because I'm actually looking at my, my, bug, my bug cases right now to, to tell you that answer. That's a tough one. I really, really love the yellow in the Eastern Tiger Swallowtail. So I might be biased and I also see them quite a bit. So I think my favorite butterfly is the Eastern Tiger Swallowtail, but my favorite caterpillar, which turns into a butterfly, is the spice bush caterpillar, the one that looks like a snake. My favorite moth. Well, it, when it's when it's um in it in its early stages, it looks like poop. Yep, and it's early, early. It looks like poop. Ah, uh, favorite moth. That's a tough one. I have. To, I, I think I'm gonna have to be basic. I might have to say the Luna moth. Um, mostly because I'm I'm 28 years old and it has avoided me for 28 years until this year, where I finally saw one outside my brother's apartment in North Carolina. As well as a couple cockroaches that ran past me. <laughs> Wait. Oh, yeah. The Luna moth was invasive? Nope, Luna moth is not invasive. 
but there are all different kinds of, uh, there's a couple different kinds of Luna moths that are non-indigenous to America and in Asia, there's a bunch of different ones. So um, caterpillars and uh, butterflies and moths tend to be a lot bigger in tropical areas. So a lot of the countries that are warmer, closer to the equator are gonna have a lot of your bigger, your bigger bugs, not just your, your butterflies and moths. Um, is there any invasive moths that you know of in uh, Maryland? In Maryland that I know of. Let me stop sharing my screen. I can do a quick search. There probably is. Invasive moths in So you guys have forest tent caterpillar moth, the one that we looked at earlier. The um, Alanis webworm moth, which I can share my screen and show a picture. I actually really like them, even though they're invasive because they look cool. And cabbage whites. So the webworm moth, um, I like to joke that they wear Hawaiian t-shirts. Like they kind of look like they're wearing an ugly Hawaiian t-shirt. Um, let me see if I can share my. Here you go. Okay. So you guys, uh, can you guys see him? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. It was flying around the flowers. Oh, this is one you're talking about. Yep, this is your invasive. It was like super fast, and my camera couldn't focus on it. So that doesn't look. That doesn't not when its wings are folded up. It doesn't look like a moth at all yeah oh yeah this one this one's this one's a tricky one it looks like a ladybug when its wings are folded up but look look at this picture here you can see all those it's got those long hairs actually underneath the wings and around the wings these are the scales here pretty neat And then for you guys, if you wanted to see the spotted, I'll show you guys the. Uh, lantern fly. This is the spotted lantern fly. <clears throat> so this is what the larva look like. These are the adults. You can see wings closed. So the name's misleading. It's actually not a fly. Um, it's not a butterfly or a moth. This is what's called a hemiptera. And then the egg sacs. There you go. Look at this tree. See all of them on the tree? Oh, that's a lot. That's saying, um, I think that, um, the larva, they kind of look like ticks in a way. They do kind of look like ticks. <clears throat> Any other questions? Oh, well, um, I have a statement. Um, yeah, just a cool fact. It's not about butterflies, but about insects. Um, there's actually a kind of ant that can actually um like shoot acid um out of its butt. Like um, I think it's called formic acid. Yep, you're correct. Um, yep. 
There's um, a bombardier beetle. Oh, yeah. But then yeah. there's also, I think it's called the weaver ant. Which can, oh, like... Bullet ant. Oh, yeah. The... Bullet ants? Bullet ants just bite really hard. And actually, I'm pretty sure they can kill you. Well, um, I don't think they kill you, but they can sting you. And I guess if there's enough of them, it could kill you. But it hurts for, like, an entire day. I think. Yeah, it's really, it really, really hurts. So it's a really I painful think it's thing. also really hurt. Um, specifically if you're allergic to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's a cool fun fact, too. Um, so if you're talking about stings, we have uh, the bullet ant is one of the most painful stings because it feels it got its name because it, it, it's comparable to the pain of being shot by a gun. Um, the uh, cow killer, a red velvet ant, is in the top five for most painful stings. Um, they're actually not an ant at all. They're a type of wasp, and they just don't have wings. Um, and they're really, really, really bright red, which is where they get that red velvet name from. Um, and then um, bee stings. So um, a cool fun fact about bees is I used to work with bees is that um, if you're not allergic to a bee, you can develop an allergy to the sting at any point in your life. And it is one of the few animals in the world that that happens with. That you can become allergic to it without being allergic to it beforehand. Fun fact, I've been stung by a bee right in between the, the like right on the joint of the knee. You're right on the joint? Right in between the bones. I sat on a bumblebee. You sat on a bumblebee? Oof. My, I got stung in my eye right here. And you guys ever see the movie Up? No. The Disney movie Up? Well, I, I, I think it's seen a very it long time, time ago. Yeah, I've seen it well, a long time ago. my face got so swollen that on this side of my face, I look just like Russell. The, the little boy in Up. I, um... I was so I was at that Goshen place and I was I was there and we were hiking and then we, we hiking we through um there's a hollowed out log most of the wasps were sleeping in there <laughs> there were a few flying very very low I think either someone kicked the log or by walking through there we agitated them and one kid got stung five times. Another kid got stung like three times. The kid that was stung five times got had an allergic reaction. And then I was stung on the arm and ear. Oh, I'm glad you're safe. Only the ear hurt. Only the ear? <laughs> yeah. I've only gotten stung twice and both by wasps, I think. Wasps hurt more than bees. Hornets hurt more than wasps. Oh, yeah. I... I've seen a hornet. One time we had like a hornet nest in our yard, but I've never gotten stung. Although one time I was like running, one time like, um, I nearly stepped on one and, um, and then I just ran as fast as I could away from it just because I, I wasn't sure if it was chasing me or not, but. Um, I have a phobia of things with stingers. I prefer to stay away from them, and I'm just creeped out by the sight of them. 
All right, guys, I can answer one more question before I have to go cook dinner. One more question. If not, I can just tell you guys that. Oh, okay, go ahead. What you got? Is there any uh, butterflies and moths that are related to 